Yes, time for a look at the women's game alongside Alicia Carnivas. Evening, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Very good. Uh, the big game in the Liberty yeah. A-League at the weekend saw Millie Farrow net a hat-trick for Perth Glory. So uh, Melbourne City are sent tumbling off the top of the table. Glory replaced them. Was that a bit of a surprise for you? Yeah, definitely a surprise. I thought it would have been a, a bit of a tighter match uh, between the two. We spoke about it last week, being that top-of-the-table clash and both teams being in form um, at this point of the season. But Laurie were dominant. I thought Melbourne City's defence went missing quite a fair bit throughout the match, but um, Gloria were able to dominate. And, and Millie Farrow, she had a sensational game. Like I really liked the way she... She attacks space as a striker and gets herself into really dangerous positions. She was able to exploit them all match, so full credit to her. She was great, and she was the first player to score a hat-trick for Glory since Sam Kerr in uh, in 2019, which was the last time that the Perth even made the finals. Are, are they genuine contenders with what you've seen so far this year? Look, they've been the most consistent team since the start of the season, I think. I think they've been pretty consistent in front of goal, which is important, um, but also consistent a- against top-tier opponents. I think that only lost coming to Wellington, who I think has also been a- quite an informed team for the best part of the start of the season. So Perth, for me, are really, really looking um, looking strong, and they're looking like they can carry their form all the way through. I think it's it's been a long time coming for the West, and it's exciting to see for the league. Uh, we'll talk about Wellington Phoenix in a moment. Uh, before that, I want to ask you about uh, the Cat Smith era, which is underway at uh, Western United. Uh, win over Adelaide, thanks to uh, a sister double act. Uh, last year's mm-hmm. grand finalist back on the right track, do you think? Look, I hope so. I think, as, as we spoke about last year, I thought they were last year. Yes, last season. Gosh, that seems like last year. I thought <laughs> Goes they had quick. a really, really good season. <laughs> Losing track of 2023. They, they had a really good season, I thought, um, in their maiden season. I hope that they can get back on track. Of course, Kat Smith has some work to do still with that squad and to build confidence and cohesion and momentum. We speak about it often. So that's a better result uh, for Western United. I'm sure they'll be pleased with it. Okay, uh, let's talk about Wellington Phoenix. They played out a two-all draw with Melbourne Victory. Uh, Now, as you mentioned, uh, the Knicks have done very well under Paul Temple and uh, they've got a couple of absentees at the moment. uh, Perhaps started to impact upon the team. Grace Wisniewski, uh, Marissa Vandermeer both lost to injury. Chloe Knott, of course, uh, sadly has departed the game due to being unable to juggle work commitments and football. Can they deal with that and uh, and be in contention for the finals? Yeah, look, it's it's a pretty big impact on any team. And we're talking about three, um, I'd argue, key players in Paul Temple's assembly of Wellington Phoenix. Um of course, with injury, you can't really control that. The disappointing factor for me, unfortunately, is Chloe Knott. Um, that that old, uh, I guess, hoodoo of, of work versus football, of career versus football creeping up and unfortunately taking a great player out of the game, I think is the most unfortunate. Um, whether or not that can be rectified over in New Zealand, I'm not too sure, but um, just to create that balance for her and perhaps see her back in the lineup. But Paul Temple, I think, again... Uh, when you lose three players, you've got, got to make some adjustments. Of course, he'll have depth in his squad, but they got off to a flying start, so it's a shame to have so many disruptions at this point. 
And great to see uh, Courtney Vine back. I mean, she would she would have to be the star of the competition after her World Cup exploits. And um, seeing her back, she mm. won the game for Sydney FC against Newcastle. You think she'll be around uh, next season, or will she look to move to Europe? You know, I, I, I love to see her here in the A-League. I think it's so important um, to have Matildas, current Matildas, in the league. And, and we've seen the likes of Lydia Williams and Kaya Simon come back into the league to bolster that, notwithstanding um, Elise Callan Knight as well. I think Courtney Vine will go uh, to another league, an overseas league next season. I think she needs to go. Um, I think it would be great for her confidence. I think it would be great for her growth as well as a player. And I think she needs to take the next step. She was obviously a star um, of the World Cup and, and, and a star a future star, rather, of the Matildas as well. So I think she needs it for growth. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see her leave Aussie Shores, although that will be hugely disappointing for, for Sydney FC, of course. And in terms of her growth then, where, where would you like to see her end up if she was to move? Well, I tell you what, after watching that um, Arsenal-Chelsea match on the weekend, the WSL looks pretty red hot at the moment. It looks really, really good um, in terms of crowd numbers and, and growth. Um, but We've spoken a lot about that league and naturally because there's so many Aussies in that league, I still think the place for growth for some of our players is the NWSL, is the American League um, and and the investment that they're putting into that league in the next three or four years is huge and I think there's going to be some really, really good opportunities over in the US again. Uh, Before we round out the chat by talking about the Yaffe Women's Super League, uh, just a word on on two players who are going really well at the moment in the Liberty A League. Vesna Milivojevic, who's mm. who's having a great time of things with Canberra United, uh, is she now the Golden Boot favourite after Holly McNamara's injury? Uh, and a word on Sophie Harding as well, who started to bang in the goals for Robbie Hooker's uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah, we're just, just touching on uh, on Vesna Milivojevic. How do I say that? Milivojevic. Thank you, Simon. Um, Bit of an injury cloud there as well, right, after the, the weekend's match. And I, other than that, I would have seen her definitely as um, that, that golden boot forerunner, for sure. Um, but injury clouds again, which is a bit of a, a scare. And I think for for everyone, when we saw her go down, it was a bit of a concern. So for me, definitely, she's got every bit of potential in Canberra, just such a high goal-scoring team at the moment as well. The way they go forward is is very, very good. But Sophie Harding, I think it was those changes at, at Wanderers as well, has a, a fair a fair chance of rivaling that now if there is an injury cloud over Vesna. If she, she is out for a little while, it's an opportunity for Sophie to sort of make some ground, I guess, and, and try and snatch that from, from behind. It's not the dreaded ACL, is it, again? Well, it was a bit of a, it was a knee grab, definitely. So we, I haven't heard of anything of any results just yet. Um, I'm sure they're pending. Uh, usually, what would we 48, 36 hours after? Yeah, yeah. So we we wait, but I, I really hope not because that'll take the tally up to six or seven, I believe, off the top yeah. of my head, this That's season alone, which is huge. It's not yeah. good. Um, so it's Perth Glory top, 16 points on goal difference from Melbourne City. Uh, Wellington Phoenix in third, Melbourne Victory, Western United and Sydney FC rounding out the final spots. 
this weekend, Perth host Sydney. Melbourne City go to Central Coast Mariners. Uh, one final question, Alicia. The big game in the ever Women's Super League this weekend just gone. Arsenal hammering Chelsea 4-1 in front of over 59,000 at the Emirates, which is incredible. Uh, the two London clubs now yeah. level on points at the top. Are we starting to see... Arsenal or Osenal, as they've been nicknamed in this part of the world, because the Australian <laughs> players emerge as the dominant force um, over Chelsea a bit. Emma Hayes, of course, is going at the end of the season. Look, I, I, I love it. I love to see it. And I think they've been such great rivals for so long. Um, yeah, I think this could be the, the turning of the tide, so to speak. I thought Arsenal were by far uh, the more dominant team on the weekend and they absolutely um, obviously filled the Emirates just about but also their performance was outstanding. Caitlin Ford was sensational. Again uh, Catley's delivery is a goal of one of her, her corner deliveries as well like just our Aussies are everywhere they're in amongst it and it, it's great to see but I think Arsenal have just, they've just gone up a gear on Chelsea and um, look I wouldn't be upset if we saw a change of uh, title winners over in the <laughs> WSL put it that way. It'd be nice Nice to see a little red up there. You, you get know? you're getting bored of Chelsea winning everything, are you? <laughs> uh, look, would I like to see it for Emma Hayes as her exit? Absolutely, but uh, you know, I, I think a little red wouldn't hurt London. Wouldn't okay. be. Wouldn't okay. be too bad. Um, well, <laughs> Sam Kerr clearly disagrees. She was pictured at the weekend as holding up four fingers to Arsenal fans <laughs> who were yeah. goading her uh, in reference to the number of Super League titles that they've won. Uh, and a big game for Chelsea, incidentally, in the UEFA Women's Champions League this week. They go to Hucken uh, before they host Real Madrid in the final rotation of games. So Hucken are top of their group, so Sam's uh, team need to take something from that trip to Sweden. Uh, Alicia, we've got to let you go. Thank you so much as ever. We'll speak to you uh, same time next week, if that's okay. Fabulous. Easy, guys. Enjoy. See you, Thanks, Alicia. Alicia. That's uh, Alicia Carnavas with uh, the women's game. Half time in those two big Asian Champions League matches. Ventfret Kofu 3 0 up against Buriram United and seemingly good to top that section, which also involves Melbourne City. They are goalless at the break at Prince's Park in Melbourne against Zhejiang of China. They need to win to be one of those best second-place teams through uh, to the next round, the knockout phase. We're off to another break. On the other side of it, we'll answer some of your texts and tweets.